Hey, Stay Paid listeners, welcome to a special deep dive episode. We get a lot of opportunities to speak with people in niche areas, so that's what these deep dive episodes are all about. Dip-a-dip, dip a dip Hey, Stay Paid listeners, welcome to a special deep dive of Stay Paid. This episode, we're talking with Seth Green of Market Domination. Seth Green is an incredible entrepreneur. Not only is he a financial advisor, but then he started his own marketing company. And we go in and deep dive on his three areas of lead generation. You're not going to want to miss this. There's so much gold in here that we actually asked Seth, hey, Seth, would you be willing to do a webinar for our clients and the people who are interested with Reminder Media so you can teach them more? So Seth agreed to that because he's so generous. So we're going to do a webinar even. So you're going to love this podcast, but check out the webinar at ReminderMedia.com slash Market Domination. Again, that's ReminderMedia.com slash Market Domination. You're not going to want to miss these tips because these are the marketing lead gen tips that no one tells you about. From Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Steik, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. All right, everybody, welcome to Stay Paid. I am alone in the studio. Andrea is giving me a sad look right now. Ariel's smiling, so I'll have to tell Josh that Ariel is smiling. Josh couldn't be with me this morning. And now this is going to air probably way after, and let's hope and pray to God it airs after we have solved the coronavirus. But it's yes. kind of like I'm quarantined in the Stay Paid studio, and there's no place I would rather be, people, than quarantined in the Stay Paid studio. I, haven't, I can't tell you how many times my employees have asked me today, Luke, are you freaking out? You forgot to say, well, I wasn't, but now that 200 right. people are asking me, am I freaking out, man? I'm freaking out now. You're starting to think about it. I am. I am. So, But super excited to interview our guest today, guys. Seth Green is the voice you're hearing. Seth is the nation's foremost authority on growing your business with a podcast. Seth is the co-host of the Sharkpreneur podcast with Shark Tank's Kevin Harrington. It was named one of the top 10 podcasts to listen to in 2019 by NASDAQ. He is also the founder of the direct response marketing firm, Market Domination, and he is a seven-time, you heard that right, he is a seven-time best-selling author who has been interviewed on NBC, CBS, Forbes, Inc., CBS, Money Watch, and many more. So super excited. Seth, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. I'm excited to have a super informative, inspirational, fun episode. Yes, that's what I love to hear. I'm, I'm going to especially need you to bring the energy because I don't have my co-host here, Josh. So I'm going to need you to bring it's the energy. Right. We'll make up for Josh. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, you better watch out, man. It's going to be Seth and I doing interviews together here soon. <laughs> that I Josh is going to hear. Much. He's going to hear that in the car. He's going to hear that in the car while he's listening to this episode. So go ahead, introduce yourself to the audience. You know, let them know, you know, obviously you have this really successful podcast. You have a successful business. Kind of share the 30,000 foot, you know, journey of your life's journey and how you got to where you're at today. I'd be happy to. How long of a version do you want of that story? I've got like a two minute, eight minute, half hour. You tell me how Give long you want that. Give us the eight minute version. Seriously, you want it? All right, I'll 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 meet you in the well, middle. Well, if it starts okay. if it starts boring us, I'll I'll move us on. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'll try and do it in under eight minutes. I went to Syracuse University. I'm an Orangeman. I went there for musical theater. 
My life goal at 18 was to be a Broadway star. Really? It was. You see how that worked out. Um, uh, end of the first semester, packing my duffel bag to go home for Thanksgiving break. My dad calls me and says, don't just pack to come home for Thanksgiving break. You have to move back home, live at home, transfer to a local college. Uh, got the tuition bill, can't afford it. See you for dinner. Bye. So I call my mother in tears, freaking out, going, I love it here. I just got here. How He can't do this to me. And she's like, he's freaking out. We'll figure it out. Um, I ended up staying. And every semester, I got the same phone call. Him freak get the tuition bill, freak out. Really? Got to come home, live at home, do the dishes. No girls over, no loud music after 9 p.m., live under my rules. And so by the third time, my sophomore year, the sophomore year, I realized he was going to do this every semester and I didn't have to worry about it. But I hated that that happened so much. I switched my focus. And even though I did graduate with a degree in theater, I also followed um, my parents' advice for a backup plan and became a college financial planner. I wanted to reduce that stress and financial burden for other kids and their families. So I started as a financial planner at AG Edwards and my branch manager, when I passed my series seven and all my licenses and got back from training said, here's a book where all your clients are going to come from your whole career. It was the phone book. Hmm. Some of your listeners aren't old enough to remember, but it was literally the yellow pages. And he said, they're all in there, tiger, go get them. I didn't know better. I made 300 cold calls a day, interrupted strangers trying to build a business in it terrible, not much fun for those of you who have done it. And I decided there had to be a better way. He said, hey, cold calling widows and orphans and selling them AT&T stock was good enough for me in the 70s. It should be good enough for you now. <laughs> That's a motivational speech right, right? there. Right? <laughs> I was so motivated. And there, the phone felt like it was 300 pounds. And I said, come on, man, Al Gore's claiming the internet, like there's got to be a better way. So um, I, I found direct response marketing legend Dan Kennedy. I begged my wife for 30 days to let me borrow more than our mortgage to go hire him and learn direct response marketing. She finally said yes. Um, I became, I went from the 6,700th ranked financial advisor, that's last place, um, to the top 30 in the country in that's two amazing. years. All thanks to what I learned from Dan and implementing that. And then my phone started, I got written about in Registered Rep and Insurance Newsnet, every trade journal in our industry. My phone started ringing off the hook. This is before the internet. Um, a financial advisor saying, how do I do what you did? I want to do what you did. And I said, Dan, what do I do? And he said, start a marketing company and do it for him. So 13 years ago today, um, I started marketdominationllc.com. And that was a direct response marketing firm for financial advisors. We've since branched out to 63 different industries because the principles of our direct response marketing work no matter what industry you're in. We've served, uh, I think, last count, almost 2,700 clients literally in every time zone on the planet. That's We've awesome. We've generated over 30 million prospects for our clients, and uh, we're having a blast. Dude, despite I the corona, and we're, and we're crushing it in the coronavirus because everybody's at home on social media, which means I can spend a ton more money for social media ads for our clients, you know, who do that type, who we do that service for to yep. drive them more prospects. Now, we were just talking about that before we came on the podcast. Like, we just had an incredible weekend. We're upping our Facebook spend too. And and I had a hundred clients cancel guys today. Like we have thousands, tens Which of thousands makes, of right. clients. It doesn't and, move your needle, yeah, but it still makes no sense. It makes no sense. It broke my heart, really. It's like You're spending geez, more money guys, right you now. need to be yeah, you need to be doubling down. In fact, I'll share a little uh, story I post on my Instagram telling all my real estate clients now is a perfect time. It's because interest out. rates to zero. Yeah, like reach out to your clients, let them know you're here for them if they need anything. Also, drop the you know what's happening with the rates. It's a perfect opportunity if you're looking to buy. I say call your all your old buyers leads. I had an agent DM me on Instagram said they did it. And they picked up a nine hundred thousand dollar listing from calling their clients. That's worth it's this, 
Getting out of bed for yeah, it. Yeah, you got to literally just double down. And now's the time to double down on your marketing, double down on your relationship. So are you still a financial advisor today? I am. Still own that company, still produce every day. That's amazing. Okay, so let's talk about – so the number one question we get here at State Pay, and really for my company, Reminder Media, is, Luke, how do you generate leads how do you generate leads consistently? And so I want to throw that question to you and go, what are some of the ideas you have that will help small business owners, whether they're real estate agents, advisors, insurance agents, sure. generate leads consistently? Sure. So we've got three ways to do that. Number one, we have a program that generates referrals from other related professionals like accountants and attorneys. Um, we have a program that is called our internal marketing machine that gets your existing clients to refer a lot more. And then we have online lead generation where we are um, running Facebook ads, Google ads, LinkedIn ads, YouTube ads, driving traffic of new qualified prospects into a marketing funnel for our clients to generate them new leads every single day. So those are the three ways we drive new leads for our clients, regardless of what business or industry they're in. So let's talk about the the middle one. I mean, I think we'll touch on all of them, but let's talk about the internal clients you have. How, how do you get more business out of them? Sure. And you're a part of that, obviously. So you should, everyone listening, if you don't have, if you aren't a Reminder Media client and you aren't doing the bi-monthly magazine, shame on you. You should. Oh, I and love then, this guy. That's a golden nugget, ladies and I'm gentlemen. I'm a client. I'm a client. Full disclosure. <laughs> I didn't even pay him to say that. He that's, did not. I did I'm not blushing get a check. here. You see this red zoom up on my face. You see this better red right here? Better send me a check. <laughs> you better send me a check. I love so, that. All right. So internal marketing. So after you have done Reminder Media's magazine, what we do is we survey your clients via direct mail. They fill out like four pages of information about their lifestyle, not necessarily their money, their or their hobbies. What books do they like to read? What authors? What magazines? What sports? Um, what are the, what do they like wine? Do they like golf? Like all the different things they do for fun. And then we send them direct mail twice a month. We send them a postcard, warm and fuzzy, which you guys have now. Yep. Um, so thanks for swiping our product. Yep. And then we love you, man. We send, I only steal for the best. Then we send them a monthly gift. It's a small trinket love because that. most of our financial advisors are regulated by FINRA and are only allowed to gift $100 per person per year. Yep. Anybody else can spend more, but it might be a journal. It might be a wristband with an inspiring anti-COVID, you know, disclaimer <laughs> on. It might, it, it's a little trinket just to get them not to be bribed, but get them to think warm and fuzzy thoughts about you. And then once a quarter, we do a themed client appreciation event. Now, obviously, depending on what the rules are and how many people you can have at a gathering and what's open and not right now, that might change. But like you might take your six top clients who play golf and say, come with me. I got a golf pro for a couple hours. He's going to teach you this cool thing with your swing. If you want to come, you got to bring a member of your foursome. That's great, man. And now you've got these six guys who you don't know who are hanging out with you playing golf all day and then going, oh, my God, my advisor, my agent, whoever doesn't do anything like this. How do I talk to you? You know, we've done all kinds of events depending on the lifestyle. So we've done wine tasting and say, bring a couple you drink wine with because you drink by yourself. You know, you got a problem. Or we'll do, you know, we had one, one uh, advisor who uh, turned out a lot of her top clients were in a sewing circle. Hmm. Like they were elderly widows who quilted together. So they brought in this quilt expert. I didn't know there were quilt experts, but there are. And she brought fabric and a pattern and they all made a quilt together and framed it. Like you can do all That's kinds amazing. of crazy stuff once you know what your clients are actually into. And what we found is if you stay in front of them twice a month, and once a quarter, every quarter, rotate into a different lifestyle event. 
you will easily double, if not more, the number of referrals you get in a year. That's incredible. And actually, Bill Good, who's a big-time coach, yep. was a huge coach in the financial services I grew industry. up on Bill Good. So you grew up on him. He, I mean, I had him on the show, and he talked about you know, doing basically a paper shredding party. Like, it's amazing. I want to point the out to the financial services firm next door to my office did one of those a couple of months ago, and I snuck over with a couple of boxes of shredding. Yeah, is that and incredible? They, they didn't ask me name, email, so they didn't capture any of my information. Oh, well, that's terrible. Which was, I was like, you guys wasted, they had a hot dog vent food truck. I'm like, you wasted your money because yeah. you had no lead capture. But oh, I man. went and shredded three boxes of stuff. That's in, that's an incredible point. We got to talk about the lead capture. But I want to point out something to make sure the audience doesn't miss this and what you just, the advice you gave. You talked about the warm and fuzzy. And I want to point out to everybody, notice how he didn't say you put on a financial seminar. Not that seminars no. are bad. Or real estate seminar yep, or, or anything. It's got to be no PowerPoint, no sales yes. pitch. Yes, correct. It's got to be pure, warm, and fuzzy, and they will love you for it. If you sell them something, it'll backfire. Yes, exactly. And it's amazing how few business owners buy into that. Everybody buys into it in theory. Everybody's in their car right now or wherever you're listening to this nodding and going, yep, exactly. But when you actually look at your marketing and what you do, I guarantee you if you audit your marketing – Almost 90% of it is all sales pitch. It's all transaction driven. And yep. you don't realize in order to get referrals, in order to get people to have that warm and fuzzy, you actually have to do the opposite. You have you to have do the warm and fuzzy. I mean, 86% of small business owners say their number one marketing strategy is referrals and word of mouth. But if you ask them if they have an actual referral marketing strategy, only 12% actually do. And those are your clients. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So let's talk about the lead capture, right? Because that's one of the most critical aspects of any marketing. How do you get how do you get the leads? So so talk about a little bit of what would the lead capture form look at or look like in an event setting? What would it look at when it translates to online? And then that can lead us into the first or the third way you generate leads, which is online lead generation. Sure. So if it's at an, a physical event, um, you got to have a sign-in sheet, right? If, for my industry, financial services, FINRA requires you have proof of who showed up. So it's for, they fill out, I mean, they registered theoretically to come, you know, Bob brings Bill from his golf course and Bob's got to tell you who's coming. Like, you got to tell me Bill's coming. So I got, theoretically, I have Bill's contact info already. If Bob forgot and just shows up with Bill, again, everybody's got to fill out the sign-in sheet, and then it goes into a CRM system, and they get dripped on until they become clients, in which case they go on a different trip, or they die, or they tell you to go away. So it's the buy or die list. Mm. And then um, if it's online, then whether they're registering for like a webinar, which is an online version of a seminar because restaurants are closed right now. Mm -hmm. So we're telling all of our advisors who were doing seminars, switch into them online. It'll cost you less anyway because you don't have to feed anybody. So if they're registering online, if they're downloading it, like we do a lot of lead magnet report, like an ebook, a free report, like our most popular online um, funnel right now for financial advisors is how to crash proof your IRA because the market as we're doing this is tanked like almost a third in the yep. last week, week and a half. So we're crushing it in our download this free 11 page ebook on how to protect your IRA from the stock market crash. And people are downloading yep. it like crazy because it's topical. So they're filling out a form with name, email, cell phone number. And then the next step in case they abandon it, we already have their info. But the next step is they're answering three questions. Like, are you concerned about the market crashing? And they should say yes, because they already filled out the form. Um, how much of your nest egg would you like to protect? Qualifying question. And then, you know, would you like the 11 page ebook to confirm? So if they say, you know, our advisors can then rank those leads. If they say, I want to protect zero to 100,000, maybe they send them in, maybe they send them an automated email sequence. Yep. Um, or direct, you know, if it's 100 to 500, 
that's a, you know, if it's a million plus, then they might get on the phone right that second and call them. Mm. So I want to know like your opinion on, you know, there's a lot of ways you can generate online leads, whether you're using Google, LinkedIn, Facebook, where, where are you finding most success? Is it, is it Facebook? Is it Google pay-per-click? Where are you finding? Most it depends per- on the target market and the offer. Okay. So for example, if it's business to consumer um, and they're residential, Facebook might be your best place um, simply because everybody's spending so much more time there now. If they were, let's say you were a real estate agent and you specialized in, like I know a realtor who specializes in working with incoming doctors because Buffalo has this big medical corridor, Roswell Camp Park is this huge cancer center. So she specializes in working with cancer doctors who are moving here to work talk at Roswell. A, talk about a niche. That yeah, is or, a niche right there. <laughs> we kind of help, yeah. Or they're coming here to teach at the college, the medical schools. So we said- that's LinkedIn. Okay. That's not Facebook. Those doctors might be on Facebook, but we're not going to find them as easily as affordably as we would when in LinkedIn, where we can search by employer and job title. Right. Relationships are the key to success. Right now, everyone in your database knows three to five people who need what you sell. So how do you get those valuable referrals? By connecting consistently and meaningfully. American Lifestyle Magazine is a high-quality, 48-page publication branded to you and full of amazing content your recipients will love. It helps you stay connected with your clients and sphere, keeping you top of mind for referrals. Want to see how it works? Get your free sample of American Lifestyle Magazine at ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidSample. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidSample. And are you seeing, like, we've tried, like, just for our own business, we've tried Google pay-per-click. We haven't really mastered it, the keywords. It takes a lot of time and energy. We've tried it a couple different times and and haven't had a ton of success. Where on Facebook, we're having so much more success. We've tried LinkedIn. LinkedIn has always been more expensive for us. Do you find LinkedIn to be more expensive in generating leads? If you do it wrong. Yeah, well, then um, obviously we're doing it wrong. So here, here, let me talk to let me address your Google. So <laughs> that, Facebook that people is, was aimed at me too, just in case. So anybody was you're interrupt on Facebook, you're interrupting people, right? They're not on Facebook looking for an ad. They're on Facebook looking to see what everybody else is stockpiling in their pantry. Yes. Um, or it used to be it's what toilet we were paper for now, dinner. in case anybody's right, wondering. It was, it's toilet paper. Yes. So Facebook is interruption marketing, but they're on it right now. So it works. Um, if you do Google, the difference in Google is they're searching your. It's keywords, negative keywords, targeting. Um, We have a whole team that just does that all day long to make it work, which is why it works, because you tried it, you didn't master it. Um, And then on the LinkedIn side, if you do traditional LinkedIn ads that show up in people's news feeds, you're right, it's too expensive and it probably won't work and you'll pay like six to $10 a click. However, there's a little known form of LinkedIn marketing where you can pay LinkedIn to send an email from LinkedIn directly to your prospect. So it's not in their LinkedIn inbox. It's in their email. Mm. So it's, a hundred, it's coming from LinkedIn. So it's 100% deliverable. It does not go to spam or the promotions tab on Gmail. It goes straight to their primary inbox. And because nobody's doing it, because LinkedIn hasn't marketed it very well, the cost per you pay per email sent, not click-through rate or lead, you pay per email sent, the cost is ridiculously cheap and the open rates are insanely high. That's so amazing. Business, Dude, that's a, a business, great tip right there. It works really people. well. That's, I mean, we're getting open rates 20, 30%. Really? Whereas on cold email, normally like a 1% to 5% open rate is good. That's really awesome. And, and I'm assuming it gives you the, the targeting ability. Like I can go to LinkedIn, pick who I want to target based you on could title. Go in, 
yeah, I mean, we've gone into, you can not only do that, you can target any group you want. You don't have to own it. So for example, if you were a real estate agent and you wanted to work with affluent business owners, you could pick the Chamber of Commerce LinkedIn group in your city and pay LinkedIn to send an email to every Chamber of Commerce member for you. Like I've done it where there's a financial industry group with 60,000 advisors in it and I can push a button. I wouldn't send 60,000 at once because it would, the money would add up, but I can say, Hey, LinkedIn, go send a thousand emails for, you know, not much money to a thousand financial advisors in this group. And let me see what my response rate is going to be. Let me see how much money I make and then scale. Yeah, man, that is awesome. Okay, I hear all this question all the time when people are thinking about ad spend budgets and stuff like that. What should, what's a good benchmark for a budget? Like, how much money should I expect to spend as a financial advisor? Now, we all know the principle: if you're making money, you just dump money till you get right, but because you're never going to run out. But to start off, what should people be thinking? Okay, so first of all, I'm going to get rid of the budget question. And I'm going to rephrase it because you shouldn't have a marketing budget. As you said, it should be unlimited. But I'm going to make you go backwards. How much can you afford to pay to generate a lead? How much are you willing to pay to acquire a customer? Because if you know, hey, I know in the first year, the average person sends 100 magazines. They do it six times a year. I make 1,200 bucks. I'm making up these numbers. These aren't your numbers. I don't know your numbers. But I make 1,200 bucks. Well, and I got a 50% margin. So I make 600. Okay, would you invest 300 bucks? to make 600 and double your money. Of course you would. So then your budget to acquire a customer is 300 bucks. And as long as you can bring in customers at less than $300 in ad spend, back up the truck and spend as much as you can. Man, what a golden nugget, people. Rewind that right there and listen to that again. That that is awesome. Awesome. You know, I had one financial advisor who's um, in uh, Virginia. And he said, he came to us and said, you know, I've done seminars, I've done direct, I've done all these different things. Why can't I just pay someone I'm willing to pay four. I saw, he's like, I saw one of your videos. I'm willing to pay $4,000 to acquire a client. Why? Cause I'll make 15 the first year. Why can't I just pay someone four grand a pop to get me clients? I'm like, I will take that all day long. Cause it won't cost me four grand to get you a client. <laughs> That's so good, man. That is awesome. All right. So you have clients, you're generating leads for them, right? Online, you're, you're lead capturing and putting them into a funnel. Let's talk about that funnel a little bit. How do you get them from lead captured funneled and nurtured to the close and and are you a part of that i'm assuming or is that kind of passed to the advisors in your business okay so the advisors and professional practices like dentists orthodontists real estate agents that work with us they're responsible for the close so we'll build the funnel we'll run the ads we'll generate the leads our advisors will get emailed all day long every time a lead comes in they get it in real time and we'll send an automated drip email sequence and depending on the client, it might also have direct mail. It might have text messages built into it, depending on what they want. And then, but the advisor or the real estate agent or the dentist is ultimately responsible for calling that person and booking the appointment, booking the listing presentation, booking the consultation, or whatever their next step is. Unless it's an e-commerce client, because we have some of those where people literally click on the ad, go to the funnel, punch in their credit card, and buy a physical product. But for most of your folks who are professional practice owners of some type, they're going to probably sell in person mm-hmm. or they're at least going to need a consultation or someone to come into a location or do a zoom video chat meeting. Like I met with clients right now who are like, I can't come in. I'm quarantined. And I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> we'll meet via zoom video chat. It's fine. But they're going to need to do something to physically move that sale forward. In which case that's on them. I can bring the horse to water. You got to make them drink. I love that. So how many touch points are you seeing within a nurture campaign? Because that's a question I get. 
I mean, we have nurture campaigns for clients that are five steps. Okay. And we have some that go for like, I have one in my business. It goes for two years. I love that. Um, like I have, a, we had a client who hired us last week and said, I've been getting your emails for two years. I'm fi- I switched, I left my brokerage firm. I went independent so I can do this type of marketing on. Now I got all my ducks in a row. I'm all set and I'm finally ready. Mm. And I'm like, awesome. And he's like, thanks for dripping on me for two years. Cause otherwise I would have forgotten about yep, you. And so, I said, so powerful. it's not, it's not his job to remember me. It's my job to make sure he doesn't forget. Great, great quote, man. Seriously, I heard the same. We interviewed a guy named Ricky Carruth on this podcast. He's a big-time agent in real estate. Now he's a big-time real estate coach, does it all for free. But one of the things he talks about what changed his business is he never stopped dripping on people. And I hear that. We see that in our own business here at Reminder Media. It's like you just never know. It might be four years you've been dripping on. And if you find a cost-effective way to do it, like email or the people following you on Instagram or Facebook. Or like Reminder Media Magazine. Yeah. Or like, I love this guy. Can I just say that, guys? Put that as a golden nugget. I love Seth Green. (laughs) But that's the truth. I think the golden nugget for people is stop not dripping on people. People give up way too soon when it comes to marketing. And that saying where it's your responsibility, it's not their responsibility. That's golden. All right. So let's talk about the biggest mistake you see people making. You're generating all these leads. Why are people not being able to close them? Like, what's the biggest mistake you're seeing? So number one is being boring. So we try and fix that and let us do the work because most professional practices, their marketing looks like just like everybody else. Like we have two orthodontists, one of them. I mean, you could swap their logos and everything. Pretty pictures of people with perfect teeth and list of services. Everything's the same. Um, so that's boring. If you could swap out your real, you know, Remax logo for century 21 and everything else is still true, then it's boring Mm. and the prospects can't tell you apart. So being boring is number one. You got to stand out. You got to differentiate yourself. That could be in how you package, how you market, how you relentlessly follow up. Um, and then number two is not following up. So we had a dentist that we had this issue for where they got, we did an automated email sequence, but like after a month, we were like, okay, we generated 32 leads. How many cases did you get? How many new patient starts? I'm like zero. I'm like, how is that possible? That they're like, it's not working. We want to quit. Um, we want to get out of the contract early. And I said, we're in month one and it's 32 leads. How is that possible? Month one of lead generation. We had to build it first. But I said, how is that possible? Mm-hmm. Well, nobody called. And I said, okay, <laughs> how many phone calls did you make? None. I said, so the emails all said, we're going to call you to book a consultation. The website said, we're going to call you. And then you didn't call. That's no. Unbelievable. Who was supposed to call? Bertha at the front desk. I trained Bertha in our phone script. Bertha, did you call anybody? Well, I was going to call him when I had time. I didn't have time. Something always got in the way. Mm-hmm. Month two, Bertha, you're going to make time every day to get on the phone. Yes, I swear I'll call people. Awesome. End of month two. It's not working. We're calling people. Hey, Bertha, did you record your phone calls? No. Bertha, what did you say when you called? I called them. I was calling to book, book their consultation. I said, that's not the script I wrote at all. They took a smile quiz. They don't think that that's why you're calling. So they hung up on you because they thought you were the wrong place or you were calling to sell something. And that's not the script I wrote specifically because calling to say, hi, I'm calling to book your consultation and sell you Invisalign is not going to work. You said, oh, well, I just, I didn't like the script. I didn't feel like me. So I just made up my own. I'm like, right. And that's why it failed. Mm. And I said, here, I got on the phone. I called 30 people who said no to her. I used the script and book 10 appointments. <laughs> I'm like, it works if you do it the way I taught you. Dude, that's so 
true. Like I see that. uh, I see that so much. And I mean, we've worked with over 80,000 clients. Right. And so we see that so much in this business. And we worked in over 160 industries we've touched. And it's just the amount of times people don't call is ridiculous. And the amount of times people don't, they think they hang a shingle out and people are going to come to them, that they're big in relationships in the community and people are going to start using them. It doesn't work that way. And it takes people a long time. It takes them to get burned to figure it out. But one of the points that you said that I love, I literally was just coaching a guy named Alex on our floor this morning. And Alex was uh, got a lady down to the close, couldn't close her, and then was booking an appointment follow-up for Friday. And I went over to him afterwards and I said, I said, Alex, I said, is she going to remember you at all? Like how you actually booked that appointment? I said, you are just like the Comcast salesman that's going to call her next, the Verizon wireless salesman, and I listed a bunch of our competitors. I said, everybody's going to say, okay, when can I follow up with you? What's a better time? Friday? Like everybody's going to do it the exact same way. I said, your job as a sales professional because you're a professional. It's to be different. It's to stand yes. out. I said, how many times do you get a credit card from somebody and they go, oh, what was your name, by the way? And he's yep. like, oh, that happens way too often. I said, yeah, they can't even remember you when you give when you they give you actually money, money, right? let alone when you're booking an appointment. Like you have to be different, whether it's your energy, how you approach the conversation, the things like I told them, even getting someone to pinky promise that they're going to answer your That's phone cute. call, I they're like going to remember pinky promise. Or, yes, hey, what, you know, I'm stealing that. That's good. You know, the, the truth is that when you do things differently, like we have one tip that we give when we're booking an appointment or we're doing a follow up or we're doing an email. We say, hey, look, all of the emails, people are not opening. Do you have yep. a pet? What's your favorite color? And we go, hey, we're going to put that in the subject line. And so if you have a pet, right, Seth, like my pet's name is Bilbo. I have three. Yeah, don't ask me why my, I named my dog Bilbo because Lord of the Rings fan, I guess, or my wife is. Of course. But if you put in my email, hey, Luke, Bilbo wants you to look at this. You think I'm going to open that email? Of course yes, I'm going to open that email. It's different, yes, right? It stands are. out. So that point is so huge in the whole sales process, in your marketing process and the sales process. Okay, man, so you're super successful. We could talk all day. We but could. It'd be a lot of fun. It we should would do an be. event. We should. Uh, virtually, we should do a webinar all day. Yeah, I agree, man. Actually, we have a webinar coming up, ladies and gentlemen. That's a yes, teaser for you right there. You're not going to want to miss this webinar uh, because the gold that's being dropped on this is nothing compared to the, what we're going to go into depth on this next webinar that we're going to do. And if you're looking to generate leads, we have the secrets for you. But here's what I want to ask you, right? You've built a successful practice in financial services. You've built a successful marketing company. What are the routines that you have implemented in your life that you have found that these routines have driven success? There's no magic formulas, but I believe successful people, they leave clues. There's yep. routines Tony they Robbins do. Quote. Yep. yep. So what are the routines you implement? Yep, absolutely. Got a few. Um, I am also a big Tony Robbins student. So I do my incantations and my breathing on my when I walk my dog Tanner, golden retriever. So he knows when I start chanting and start breathing like this, he knows what's cut. Like he, he smiles, like he gets excited. Um, so I do my affirmations and my incantations and my breathing on my walks with my dog. Um, we have a morning meeting here at our companies um, that kicks the day off, gets everybody excited, talks about what, what good news happened from the night before, from the day before, what are we working on today? What are we excited about? Um, I read every single day. I read a book about every other day. I read really fast and I will always make one extra call Mm. at the end of the day. 
So even if this is my last appointment of today, and I theoretically should just wrap up and go home, but I'm gonna make one more sales call, even though I'm the CEO of the company, I'm gonna call one lead that's been on our list that hasn't closed. I mean, we have tens of thousands. I'm sure you guys have hundreds of thousands, but you would not believe if they get a phone call from me, they're like, it's, I feel like a rock star. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you personally actually called me and they tell me stuff. And then magically, I mean, I'm not calling them to sell them. They close themselves because they're like so excited that I actually call. That's so awesome, man. I love that. That's so good. I got to implement that one extra call a day. That's you can make good. one. I'm oh, not you always go can. pound the phones for an hour. You can do one. Yep. Now you always can, man. I think that's so good. All right, so the morning huddle also I will point out to people, we implemented that in our company and it has dramatic results. Like it will literally change your whole culture implementing team huddles every single yep. day. So if you have a team, do a team huddle. Last question for you, brother, is what would you go back and tell younger Seth? Like what advice would you give? It depends on how younger you're talking. Um, but we'll say when I started in business, we'll yep. say that. I'll say hire sooner. Um, build systems faster so that you don't have to manage everybody and don't have to deliver the service um, so that you can just run the company, which we built custom software that does that. So hire sooner, build systems sooner, um, and market more and ride the roller coaster because it's going to work out. Love that. Love that. Yeah, delegation is so key to success. Delegating, building systems, love that. All right, brother, tell people where they can find out about you, where they, where they can learn more about your marketing company and the services that you offer and everything that you got going on. Yep, we got a special offer specifically for Stay Paid listeners and viewers. If they go to marketdominationllc.com, they will see a sizzle reel, a trailer video of some awesome people in, our, in, in, in lots of different industries saying awesome things about us. And then next to that, there's a form they can fill out um, that is there has an extra option there for, uh, because of the stay paid fo folks, where you can book a time on my calendar, assuming we don't get 10,000 of them, um, and we'll jump on the call with you for 15 minutes. We'll talk about any challenge you got going on and growing your business or your practice, and we'll tell you how to fix it. Doesn't mean we're, we can do it for you, just means we'll tell you what you need to do to fix it. If you want to talk, excuse me, about having us do that, we certainly can. Probably not in 15 minutes, but we'll at least steer you in the right direction, even if we don't provide that service. And then they should stay on the lookout for emails coming from you about our upcoming webinar, because that's going to be longer than this. And we're going to do a deep dive on one specific strategy that can explode their business. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. And all the listeners, guys, take advantage of that. Take advantage of that consultation. And you guys have got to join this webinar. Listen, Josh is not here. So he usually does the outro. So I actually get to do the outro today. And I'm going to tell you guys, right, is we need your help. This is like a, a presidential campaign, right? We have the presidential campaign going right now. I need you. I need your help. I need you to go to your iTunes. If you listen on Spotify, go to your Spotify. But I need you guys to leave us a review for Stay Paid. And the reason why I ask is because when you re rate and review our show – it brings it up. We're trying our personal goals to hit number one. What's the highest we've hit? 14? Mm -hmm. 14, I think we've That's hit on iTunes, good. on Chartable. So we've hit 14 within marketing. We want to hit number one, but ultimately we want to share this with more people. This is free. This is just a value give back to all of you interviewing people and experts in the industry like Seth. We want to share this with more people. There's two ways you can help us do that. One is by going and rating and leaving a review on iTunes. We will read your review here on the show. So go leave a review and then two, share it with a friend. Just pick some friends that you have, send this episode to them, share it with a friend. That's all we ask. If you want to get a hold of Josh or I, 
You can get a hold of us. Our handle is at Reminder Media or at Stay Paid Podcast. You can find us at either one of those. You can DM us. You can find us on Facebook. If you want to get a hold of me personally, you can find me at Luke Acre on Instagram. And I'm going to close out this show with an action item because I think this is going to be really critical for all of you to take advantage of, especially as you're hearing. I, I hope you guys are like me. You're hearing Seth talk and you're like, yeah, it's so easy. Like, yeah, I can easily blow up and generate leads and do all this stuff. Here's the key. The action item I want to give you for this podcast, very, very simple, is that the main difference that I see in top producers and mediocre producers, I find this in my own business. I find this in the agents and the advisors I coach. Again, we've worked in 160 industries. The main difference I see is that the top producers actually follow up. And if you remember from Seth's story, he went all in, like he had to literally like pretty much mortgage his house, right? He went all in and that level of commitment. And what happens to us when we get in business is we don't have a commitment. We literally will only call, I think the average salesperson calls 1.2 times. But if you call like almost 12 times, it ups your chance of getting that appointment like 90 plus percent is what InsideSales.com did a research study. So my action item for you is those leads that you have right now that you did from an event that you have from your email marketing that you know you should be reaching out to, but you've made an excuse. You got the stack of business cards. Seth is showing me a stack of business cards on lead cards on his desk. Those leads pick up the phone, reach out to them. Follow up with them. The difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every industry we work is top producers take action. So take action on that today. 